RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. The government revises down its supply forecast for private flats. A green group says carbon neutral power generation is possible for Hong Kong and the faster payment system will be down for several hours on November the 14th. The government has revised downward its supply forecast for private flats after official data showed that construction had slowed notably during the third quarter. Joanne Wong reports. The Housing Bureau says building work started for 700 flats between July and September. That's down 94% from a year ago. 2,200 flats were completed during the quarter, an 84% plunge from the same period last year. Both figures were also significantly lower quarter on quarter. Factoring in the number of unsold units, the government now expects 94,000 units to be available in the coming three to four years, 2,000 fewer than its previous estimate. The executive director of Green Earth, Edwin Lau, says it will be possible for CLP's new gas-fired generator to become carbon neutral if it is eventually tweaked to use green hydrogen, hydrogen gas that is produced using renewable energy. The $6 billion unit at Longkutan near Tunmun was put into operation last year, increasing the ratio of natural gas used in its fuel mix by about 20 percentage points to 50%. The government, though, is aiming for carbon neutrality by 2050, and Mr Lau says green hydrogen can be gradually introduced into the mix. Because hydrogen and natural gas both are gas, so they can be easily, you have some little trick in the gas turbine and then it can uh, burn uh, green hydrogen uh, and using the same uh, turbine. And the turbine lifespan, according to uh, COP, it is uh, about 35 years. So, I mean, uh, now it's 2020, so we, we can still really uh, have time for using the gas turbine. But Mr Lau said the existing plant is already 60% efficient, one of the highest efficiencies in the world. He explained how it worked. There are two different turbines put together to generate electricity, which consists of a gas turbine and a steam turbine. So the uh, much better efficiency than the single turbine technology uh, is because of the steel turbine design that it recovers the waste heat that comes out from the uh, uh, chimney, recover them, and then use the uh, waste heat to uh, burn the water to generate steam. The faster payment system will be offline from between 1am and 11am on November the 14th. The Monetary Authority says it is conducting system maintenance to test for the problems that triggered a service outage earlier this month. FPS services were down for several hours nearly two weeks ago due to problems encountered during a system relocation and upgrade. The authority says the upcoming testing will help it decide when to carry out the system upgrade again. A 53-year-old motorcyclist has died in a traffic accident in Tingyi. The man was heading along Container Port Road just before midnight when he hit a stationary vehicle. He was sent to Princess Margaret Hospital with head injuries and was certified dead shortly afterwards. 
President Biden has announced a framework agreement on economic reform worth nearly two trillion U.S. dollars. It's the culmination of months of tough negotiations within his Democratic Party. The president quipped that not everyone got everything they wanted, not even me. In a televised address just before he left for two major summits in Europe, Mr. Biden said the plan included the greatest ever American investment towards fighting climate change. It's a framework that will create millions of jobs, grow the economy, invest in our nation and our people, turn the climate crisis into an opportunity and put us on a path not only to compete, but to win the economic competition for the 21st century against China and every other major country in the world. It's fiscally responsible. It's fully paid for. Senior oil executives have denied in testimony to a U.S. congressional committee that they or their companies deliberately misled the world about climate change. They said their understanding of global warming had developed over time. Darren Woods is the CEO of ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil has long recognized that climate change is real and poses serious risks. But there are no easy answers. As the International Energy Agency has said, oil and gas will continue to be necessary for the foreseeable future. We currently do not have the adequate alternative energy sources. The chair of the House of Representatives Oversight Committee, the Democrat Carolyn Maloney, accused the industry of a coordinated campaign to mislead the public and derail global efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Questioned if they would allow an independent audit to check whether they were funding climate denial groups, none of the executives said yes. Facebook is changing its corporate name to Meta. The move is designed to represent the brand as it expands beyond social networking and develops plans for a virtual world known as the Metaverse. It was announced by the CEO, Mark Zuckerberg. I am proud to announce that starting today, our company is now Meta. Our mission remains the same. It's still about bringing people together. Our apps and their brands, they're not changing either. And we are still the company that designs technology around people. He said that from now on, the company would be metaverse first, not Facebook first. The company has faced criticism that its algorithms promote misinformation and polarization. South Korea's spy agency says that North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un appears to have lost 20 kilograms in weight, but does not have any obvious health issues. Seoul closely monitors Mr. Kim's health based on concerns that he has no known successor. In the latest escalation of a dispute between Britain and France over fishing rights, the French ambassador has been summoned to the Foreign Office in London to receive a diplomatic protest. The French authorities earlier detained a British, trawl British fishing trawler, which they said had been working in French waters without a licence. The company says it was operating legally. The BBC's Hugh Schofield has more. They have not missed an opportunity in the last weeks to come out with some very, very critical language towards the British government. We heard yesterday one minister describing what the British were doing as wiping their feet on the Brexit treaty. And now we see this translated into uh, action with the, the plan next week to institute these new checks at the border, to stop British fishing boats unloading their catch at, at French ports. And then likewise, this action ahead of all this uh, against the trawler off the coast of Darm. And uh, unless something gives between now and Tuesday, there is a strong risk of severe disruption at the border at Calais. 
The World Health Organization has appealed for more than 23 billion US dollars over the next 12 months to address deep disparities in the international COVID-19 response. The WHO said the funds would prevent at least 5 million additional deaths and save the global economy more than $5 trillion. Only 0.5% of the worldwide COVID vaccinations have been carried out in low-income countries. The U.S. state of Oklahoma has executed a prisoner by lethal injection for the first time in six years. Witnesses said John Grant, a 60-year-old convicted murderer, vomited and had more than 20 full-body convulsions before he was pronounced dead. The U.S. Supreme Court lifted a last-minute stay of execution imposed by a lower court that was concerned about the drugs used to carry out the sentence. The International Criminal Court in The Hague has shelved an investigation into crimes committed during Colombia's long conflict with FARC rebels. The ICC said the country was living up to its international obligations to investigate and prosecute the crimes itself. So far, former FARC commanders have been charged with kidnapping tens of thousands of people. Scientists re-examining an ancient fossil have given the name Hobo Bodoensis to a human species that lived in Africa more than half a million years ago. The name is derived from a skull found in Boroda in Ethiopia in 1976. The BBC's James Reid reports. The naming of Homo bodoensis is part of an effort to bring clarity to a complex chapter in human evolution. Half a million years ago, our own species was emerging in Africa, just as our closest relatives, the Neanderthals, were rising in Europe. But there's uncertainty about which early humans lived where and how they might be related. The new classification is designed to end what some paleontologists call the muddle in the middle Pleistocene. Homo bodoensis will now be used to describe the majority of human fossils from the period found in Africa. The authors of the study hope the name will endure, helping scientists to communicate clearly as new discoveries are made. At least 300 sea turtles have washed up dead on Mexico's Pacific coast. The Environment Ministry said preliminary examinations suggested the olive ridley turtles had drowned. All the turtles were female and were found on a beach in Oaxaca on Mexico's western coast where they, came, where they come to lay their eggs. A spokesman said they had probably become entangled in illegal fishing nets. To finance and in a technical sign associated with rising interest rates and a slowing economy, the U.S. government yield curve has inverted at the long end with the return on the 20-year U.S. Treasury paying investors more than the 30-year. Government bond yield curves have also been flattening in the U.K., Canada and Australia, even though equity markets are very high. Speaking on RTHK's Money Talk programme, Toby Lawson, CEO of Society General India, was asked how significant this was. Well, equity markets certainly haven't noticed it if you saw the moves overnight. Um, they continue to hit record highs in the S&P, even though in the aftermarket maybe off a little bit with some of the, uh, the tech earnings from Amazon and, um, and and Apple. But your point's right. Flat, uh, it's been a huge move in the yield curve, um, at least in the last week or so, in terms of flattening with the short end moving up. And that's a reflection of an expectation that central banks will raise rates quicker. Uh, and uh, so... Um, uh, it's quite significant, uh, let's say, two-year notes in the U.S. of are now at sort of half a half a percent, and they were you know below 0.2, uh, nothing more than a month or so ago. So that's a reflection of a, of a view that interest rates are going to go up quicker into New Year. That would then have the impact of potentially slowing growth, which ultimately feeds through to the longer end of the of the yield curve, and hence you get that flattening. Um, I think the market will continue to watch it. I think. Equity markets tend to look at the 10-year part of the curve, and that has crept up uh, back towards 1.7, but has since come off. 
Um, and if that continues to persist up through that one seven up towards 2%, then I think equity markets will definitely have to react to it. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,439. That's 117 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $62 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 113.63 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 16 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 72 cents. To sports now, and we begin with cricket. Australia's cricketers have maintained their perfect record at the T20 World Cup with a dominant seven-wicket win over Sri Lanka. Chasing 155 for victory, David Warner made 65 from 42 balls. He fell in the 15th over with Australia needing just 25. Steve Smith, with an unbeaten 28, and Marcus Stoinis completed their job with three overs to spare. Australia matched England with two wins out of two. They play each other in Dubai tomorrow. Today, Pakistan are aiming for a third straight win when they take on Afghanistan. Pakistan have already beaten title favourites India and New Zealand. Coach Saklain Mushtaq says she sh- says he would welcome the chance to face India in the final, but he's focusing on today's match against Afghanistan. It's a strong unit, you know. We can't really say that you know it's a very easy and you will roll over them. It, it's not like that. They have a wonderful bowling attack, especially the spinners, and when they when they go for batting, they just play, you know, the way they feel it, you know, what is in their heart, what what they think. They just go and execute the plan. They just play a sort of a fearless cricket, you know. Um, and I think uh, that kind of team can be can be a dangerous. Also today, West Indies play Bangladesh. To football, and there's wide speculation that Barcelona football legend Xavi could become the club's new manager, replacing Ronald Koeman, who was sacked on Wednesday. Koeman spent 14 months in charge at the new camp. His side picked up just 15 points from 10 games in La Liga and have already lost twice in the group stage of the Champions League. Sergi Barjuan is the interim coach and will take charge of tomorrow's game against Alaves. Ernest Massieu of Radio Catalunya believes Xavi will be a popular appointment should he become Barca's permanent manager. Yeah, for sure. Xavi Hernandez was uh, the permanent coach. Even if he was not here, everybody thought that he was the perfect one because he knows the DNI of FC Barcelona. He reminds us of Guardiola and has a lot of him because when they were players, they were already coaches. They were thinking as a coach and probably this makes the difference. And he's a total and a modern coach. We'll see whether he succeeds. But apparently, I think that he will be more daring to put young players and try to play a different style connected with what Barcelona is looking for, which is the the style that Johan Cruyff established in the 90s. And now to the weather, mainly fine in the afternoon, cloudy with one or two rain patches tonight. Moderate east to northeasterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore at first. The outlook, mainly cloudy with one or two rain patches over the weekend, sunny periods early to midweek next week. And the temperature is 27 degrees with the humidity at 66%. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government revises down its supply forecast for private flats. A green group says carbon neutral power generation is possible for Hong Kong. And the faster payment system will be down for several hours on November the 14th. The news from RTHK.
To you and welcome to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Friday, the 29th of October is today's date. 
Many thanks. Big thank you to Phil for the morning brew this morning. We've got a big special treat for you this afternoon. On the 123 show, we'll be bringing you a special award presentation for the Hong Kong English Poetry Competition 2021. That's right, we're finally wrapping this up. I'm excited that we'll be joined by our winners this afternoon and our winners will be sharing their work and, of course, the inspirations behind their work and you'll be able to hear um, their poetry as well, their poems 